The Vital Way, where ancient wisdom meets the cutting edge to optimize your vitality and performance. There are no right ways, just better ways. Hello and welcome. This is Logan Christopher with The Vital Way, and this is our inaugurational podcast, the first one ever, hopefully the first of many. Uh, today with me I have my older brother, Zane Christopher. <laughs> So, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be really giving you an introduction to what the Vital Way podcast is going to be about, and uh, just an introduction to us, and a little later on, our other, the third brother in the SupermanHerbs.com company, Cloud, as yeah. well. I'll try and give you guys a little background on where we come from and why we started Superman herbs and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, before we get into that intro, I think it'd be good to talk about why we chose The Vital Way as the title of the new podcast. So what's The Vital Way mean to you, Zane? The Vital Way. So um, there's many different ways, and some ways are the right way to a lot of people. Some ways aren't, but the, the Vital Way, that's the way that you're just going to get the most, I don't want to say benefit, but it's just the most life from. You will live the greatest life doing this way. So there's multiple ways to do that. There's multiple different vital ways, but... Um, you got to so, have at least one, right? <laughs> certain things work better than other things, so... Yeah. Uh, so to me, vital, I mean, sort of the similar word, vitality, that's kind of a... Uh, it's word is not used that much these days, but uh, was a bit more in the past. It really encompasses not only health, but uh, to me it's more of a, a sort of beyond health. Uh, having that overabundance of energy that you can then apply to the different areas of life. If you're vital, then not only are you healthy, that's kind of assumed. It's then you're able to do all these other things that you might want to do, whether that's athletic performance, uh, you know, business success, all sorts of different things. So to me, uh, vitality is really about that. So the vital way would be working towards that aim. Yeah, it's more like a whole um, body kind of thing, mind, body, soul, that kind of stuff. Not yeah. just focusing on just the body or anything like that. Just the mind, right? Uh, a lot of sort of paradigms look at, you know, a, a single thing, try to separate it off. But, you know, that's something that we definitely all believe is everything is tied together. Uh, so if you want to perform well in one thing, you know, make sure everything else there is there in order to back it up. Yeah. So... Uh... We're going to start with Logan's background a little bit. So, Logan, how did you even get into the vital way? <laughs> how did you get on the vital path? <laughs> By not starting off there. <laughs> so that's a, sort of a major thing for me. Uh, for you guys who may not know, I'm the youngest of the three brothers here. And I look less like them than they look like each other. It's probably adopted. <laughs> right, I don't seem as much of a fit, at least, on what I look like as the brothers, um, although I'm taller, so I have that advantage. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so when I was growing up, I was really a, a weak and mostly sickly child. Not that I had, like, major illnesses or everything, but I remember being sick often. And when I got sick, I would be that way for a long time. 
I wasn't athletic at all. I didn't play like any sports. Um, Super skinny. Yeah, extremely skinny. I was about one, 98 pounds when I entered high school. One could say dainty. Dainty, yes. No, I'd, I'd go with it. Effeminate, even. <laughs> Absolutely. No, so I didn't have that strong base. And then in high school, I played football. Never very good at it, even though I played four years. Uh, neither was our whole team or anything, but that's another story. Uh, it was really uh, right around leaving high school. Uh when became an adult about 18 years of age, I really got interested in fitness. Um, I had been, you know, working out a little bit with the football team, but not seeing a whole lot in the way of results with that. Uh, I got hooked on body weight exercises, and when I started doing those, I started to see actual results. One, I got stronger, but uh, I, I was never really focused on what my body looked like. That just kind of started to take care of itself because I was focused on what I could do, what I could do with these exercises. Like I remember working up to my first handstand push-up, all sorts of different things. Uh, and I was very weak, but, you know, I was progressive with it, and I started to get much better. And then all of a sudden I could do things that most people couldn't do, uh, which really isn't that hard to do because most people aren't that <laughs> good at things. Uh, it just takes a little bit of dedicated effort. And so it was really... Once I started to get into this fitness, especially coming from a place where it wasn't natural for me, I figured, I don't know if this was sort of a conscious thought at the time, but health kind of went right along with that. So I started getting nutrition and the, the way I see it now is, you know, I, I need every little tool that's going to help support me in that journey. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, because um, I didn't really get into the whole supplementing with synthetic crap. I did a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, okay, so my, my whole original introduction to fitness, I was going to a commercial gym, basically doing bodybuilding, because that's the only thing I knew that existed, really. And so along with that, uh, you know, if you're bodybuilding, you got to take supplements, right? Uh, apparently, to my friend at one time, I remarked, wow, it costs a lot of money to get big, <laughs> something along those lines, because you needed to have these supplements in order to hit those goals. Now, yeah, creatine, you know, they had nitric oxide stuff was getting big right around that time, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I taking mass. No, oh, yeah, I, I did some of that. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely had experience with all that stuff. And I can't say really that much of that made any difference. That's well, why I kind of, I ended up going the opposite direction, like, oh, all those bodybuilding supplements are complete crap. Uh, and I really didn't use any supplements for quite some time. Well, like, all right, so uh, Logan's working on a mass building program right now. Yeah. And um, just using mostly food and some herbal supplements. Right. And, like, how's that compared to actually just taking mass powders? Well, <laughs> I, I'm still taking some protein powders, but that's not the, the mainstay. What yeah. I do is it is mostly based around food. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Tastes way better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, from that, so I started getting the health and nutrition. And as a kid, you know, going along with the whole week thing, like I did not eat fruits or vegetables. Like I what think I ate strawberries, maybe a couple melons. Besides that, I hated bananas. I remember yeah. a lot of bagel bites. <laughs> yeah. So we were definitely on the standard American diet. It was when I started to get into it's actually my like first introduction to nutrition and started playing with stuff was uh, the Warrior Diet by Ori Hoffmeckler which involved under-eating and then overeating. Along with that, you know, he's talking about eating vegetables first and protein. So I started to actually look at what some quality food was. So that started me on that. 
And a short time later, I started uh, listening to some other people. One of the guys that really sort of caught my attention was David Wolf, uh, who's a raw foodist. And at the time, I thought, like, okay, this is the way to go, right? I never, I mean, I did a month experiment of raw food, but I never went fully into that. Uh, but to, at the time, it sounded really good. But in addition to that, really largely even more than the raw food nutrition, he's been talking about these different super herbs and uh, super foods. And that's uh, what really got me started. I heard about reishi mushroom and started taking these different herbs. And so that was quite a quite a while ago, probably eight years or so, nine years have you been taking reishi continuously? Since? No, no, by, <laughs> by no means have I taken it every day or anything. But uh, really, I think the, getting started on that, getting introduced with the herbs, that's definitely that something that I feel has helped my sort of evolution into where I'm at today. Uh, because I've been taking, you know, it hasn't been every single day, but I've, yeah. I've taken all these different herbs off and on, all sorts of different herbs for many years now. And I, uh, not to brag, but I, I'm fairly strong. I'm definitely healthy, uh, this minor shoulder injury notwithstanding. Uh, I'm somewhat successful. I've run a couple different businesses. I'm doing well financially. So I've, I've, I, I really do feel that these herbs have helped me on many different levels, including like Rishi, as I said, as sort of a personal evolution type thing. Yeah, yeah. You were telling, he was telling me the other day how he thinks just taking a reishi because um, it grows your shin and in Chinese medicine that's basically the spirit the spirit and so the more spirit you have it's kind of helps you grow progress you want to progress as a person you don't want to be stagnant and a lot of people nowadays are really stagnant and could use some reishi in their lives well yeah uh, herbs are quite powerful um, we tend to not think of them as such but uh, uh, I mean, you can go really deep into this, but uh, I do feel that the herbs in ways can be like allies in your life path that can literally at times change life direction. I know that sounds grandiose, but uh, I, I've heard some pretty significant stories of changes and I just feel that really they do have that power in them. If you find the right one for you, that's the thing. There's, there's so many out there. So Rishi has earned this reputation over thousands upon thousands of years it's the most researched mushroom on the planet uh just because uh, <laughs> because of all that history in chinese medicine i've looked at it. most of it's been done in the east we definitely have some research on it in the west but not nearly the amount they've done uh just because it it, it there's that magical component to it um i want to take some reishi right now <laughs> um <laughs> So, where did you get off to? So, uh, yeah, I started playing with the herbs. The um, herbs really... So, for me, I mean, kind of my main focus, uh, sort of before the herbs, has always been the, the, the strength, the physical culture, right? Yeah. And what I could do with that. So, like I said, for a long time, I felt the herbs were my secret weapon. I can't really say they're a secret weapon anymore, because more and more people are catching on to them. And, and using our them. job is to promote Yeah, them. yeah. So, it's it's not really a secret anymore. It's 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 just a weapon. <laughs> so, yeah, for a long time, I was using that, and that, that really helped me. It's over the years, I've done all kinds of different uh, feats of strength. I do a lot of unusual stuff, like... The old-time strongman, I bend horseshoes, rip phone books and decks of cards in half. I've pulled an antique fire truck by my hair. 
I have lit kettlebells on fire to juggle them. I've supported over half a ton in a wrestler's bridge position. So I've uh, accomplished these somewhat off-the-wall goals, but also uh, quite a bit more conventional stuff uh, and everything in between. Um, so that, that's kind of been my main drive, and I've always really used the herbs in order to help fuel that. Yeah, you're a pretty good gymnast, too, aren't you? Oh, I mean, I can do backflips. I wouldn't say I'm a good gymnast, and it's not like I have a gymnast background, but as an adult, I went to a gymnast class on and off for a couple of years, so I built up some gymnastic ability. I do a lot with bodyweight exercises. I do a backflip just about anywhere, anytime, although I was feeling a little rusty because I haven't been practicing that much. My last couple landings weren't the smoothest. Um, <clears throat> so the herbs really got you branching out. And I, I agree with you, the herbs for me have got me not even just like physically better, but mentally mm -hmm. and even spiritually, I branched out in ways I never thought possible. And I do attribute a lot of that to the herbs. I would definitely say the herbs have well, yeah, it completely the... changed my <laughs> life, just, just the first introduction to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's not just working on a physical level. I mean, there's yeah. all different ways of working with the herbs and what they can do. And that's definitely some stuff we'll be exploring yeah. in future podcasts as well, because uh, you can go pretty deep with the herbs. Really? <laughs> uh, and that's something we haven't actually talked a whole lot about on the site, not yet, even though uh, that's something I've been experiencing over the past year. Okay. Um, what is your favorite herb, though? <laughs> that's like saying... I don't even know what's my what's favorite exercise. <laughs> it's it, it's not an easy question to answer, and it really um, it changes from time to time. What's my favorite? I mean, Rishi definitely deserves a mention for that. It's just sort of the classic. The 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 mushroom kingdom is for some reason that for me personally, uh, I, I can't say exactly why it is, but that's drawn me a little more than sort of the plant kingdom. Mm. Um, so around the local area, we don't have reishi, Ganoderma, Lucidum growing around in these parts. But yes, we have Ganoderma aplanatum, which is artist conch mushroom. So around the area, not not even a few miles from where I live, you can find some different mushrooms here. So I've begun to experiment more with, you know, what are the local herbs? Because it, it's great, you know, the, the reason we started Superman herbs and these different herbs and the reason uh, a lot of our stuff, not everything, but a lot of it comes from China and India, right? They have these thousands upon thousands of year old traditions with Chinese medicine and Ayurveda just showing you how great these herbs are. Uh, this is something I think we should also explore in the future. Does the West have herbs as good as this? And the truth is, yes, we actually yeah. do. It's just the tradition. Well, one, there's Native American traditions, but it wasn't as sort of systematized as in the other places. And a lot of it was wiped out. Yeah, and a lot of it was wiped out, right? And so then once the white man came and white they brought their systems, there are some older, you know, like a couple hundred years old, there's Western herbalism and there is some very strong herbs in that as well. It's just, it, it wasn't sort of, it's just a different system. So it, it, things don't always fit together in the same yeah. sort of way. It's been interesting coming from this background, studying a little more of the Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, but then learning about Western herbalism. It's like Western herbalism is not complete, a complete system into itself yet. Yeah, it, it's different. That's it how is, I'd uh, say. <laughs>
I do like chamomile, though. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some very strong herbs, which, that that's a thing. I mean, there's also this exoticness of, you know, the, the Chinese and that, you know, obviously love this herb, but like polyrichus mountain ant. You know, is it only the polyrichus ant? No, it's probably just about all mountain ants, at least. You know, yeah. mountain ants <laughs> being a little bit bigger than common house ants. It's anyone that's traveled, you've seen like, oh, that ant's like three times as big as ants I have. Well, yeah, and different things. supposedly they import African ants, and that's right. So, yeah, the, the, here's the thing. There are great herbs all across the world, um, and that's just how it is. So, yeah, there's... <laughs> I went off on that tangent to say that, you know, I've been sort of studying some of the local herbs and uh, experimenting with them a little bit more to try to really get my roots into herbalism quite a bit more. No, it makes uh, sense if you can see it from the, the local food movement where more and more people are going mm -hmm. locally. It only makes sense that the herbal movement would eventually do that instead of relying on herbs that you have to import from way far away you actually go out and collect your own herbs yes. and do what they've It takes a lot of knowledge, a lot of practice to do, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and, and although that should, uh, and we encourage that to become a practice of yourself to learn yeah. about that, you know, it's, it's just not feasible for everyone. Plus, if you're living in the middle of New York City, you know, where do you even start? <laughs> <laughs> a little herb garden. Yeah, and there are options like that as well. Yeah. Okay, so you do So my favorite herbs... Uh, <laughs> Rishi mushroom and all different mushrooms, that's something I ex want to explore even further, especially the local ones where, once again, there's not as much of a tradition. They're probably just as good or close to it, but just there's not as much known about them. Um, pine pollen, I have to say, is just awesome in every regard. And lately, the Tomcat Ollie, I have to say, is extremely powerful stuff. <laughs> At times, seemingly almost too powerful. Yes. Um, well, we can talk about how Superman herbs got started a little bit. Okay. Um, well, sort of bring it from where we were at. So uh, I, I've been playing with these herbs for years. Uh, then I have to give credit to Cloud. It was sort of originally his idea. Um, I, I've been, you know, promoting information on strength training, on health, and doing all sorts of different things like that for quite a few years at my uh, website, legendarystrength.com. And so I had this... Nice plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to legendarystrength.com. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I had this experience in not only, you know, putting that information out there, but uh, a little bit of internet marketing and building a business and everything. And so uh, cloud at the time had really gotten into the herbs and I believe you were enjoying them along the way as well. Them. I got them on pine pollen. Right, okay. Okay, so yeah, when, once Cloud got hooked on pine pollen, he told everyone like he was yeah. a viral thing and he was he was like buying it and reselling it himself. Basically, and... he was a pine pollen dealer. <laughs> yeah, but it was actually straight up like that. Um, Literally, like, people calling up, hey, I'm dropping by, go out to the street, hand them a bag, get some cash, and come back in. <laughs> so it was like drug deals, except it was just pine pollen, so. <laughs> Only recently has it not felt like drug deals, actually. <laughs> I don't know if we should be sharing all this. Um. Who knows? Okay, so, yeah, so Cloud comes to me with the idea was actually after reading The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, I do believe, yeah, right? Uh, which is interesting because in his latest book, The 4-Hour Chef, he actually talks about pine pollen. Yeah. So that's just kind of interesting correlation there. Anyway, he read this book and gets like inspired. It's like, hey, we should actually 
you know, start a company around this. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Sounds like a good idea. Right. Cause I, I was busy with my own stuff and I wanted to actually see if he was serious about it. So he actually like went and found suppliers and got things wrong. He's like, Oh, okay. It's going to become a reality. So uh, we started with the pine pollen. Started with four herbs. Did we? Ant, hoshu, We the, didn't have hoshu at the beginning. It was really? just ant, shilajit, ah, pine ball. The brown shilajit, yeah. Right. We got that in order to put together phoenix. Yeah, this is three herbs to start with. That's why we need hoshu Yeah. <laughs> For phoenix. Right. Okay, three herbs. So, yeah, the shilajit, which we had also had experience with, and just hearing, there's another one, top herbs. It, it, like I said, it's so hard to decide what's, that, what's about. The destroyer of weakness. Obviously, someone in my line of work, I have to... <laughs> I have to give props to that one. So, uh, yeah, we got started with this, and really it's sort of grown from there. Uh, just what, what I really... Slowly, organically. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was slow starting. It's just kind of exploding at this point. <laughs> yeah, starting to take off. Uh, and that's why we decided to put this podcast together. Yeah, get some more information out there in a format that a lot of people actually like instead yes. of reading. I enjoy podcasts. You I, enjoy podcasts. I listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you enjoy podcasts as well. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what started. It was it was like a garage-style operation. Yeah, it was small to start. For a long while. We're still really small yeah. um, in comparison to a lot of the other herbal companies, but... Give us time. <laughs> we got a lot of cool customers. Yeah. Well, to, here's a great thing. Uh, we did end up sort of reaching a market that really seems largely hasn't been reached, or a couple different markets. Um, people that aren't aware of this stuff. We actually uh, I was just reading a testimonial from a doctor that actually bought our herbs and uh, just like, oh, I'd never heard of pine pollen before. I was using herbs and stuff for myself and patients, but like, holy yeah, crap, what this did for me. Uh, just, it, it's really cool to get this sort of feedback from people, uh, just to hear that, you know, obviously the herbs work, but to hear it works so yeah. well for so many different people. Yeah, and that, that was, <clears throat> that's basically our mission is, was to get this information out there. We don't really, I mean, obviously we would, prefer if you got it from us but if you find better sources totally like we want just take herbs yeah well yeah here's the thing i mean uh we started this company principally for us this was just a way to fuel our own private herb supplies right? <laughs> we are super selfish though. <laughs> here's the thing that's interesting though i mean until you get into this business and it's it's a tough business a lot of hoops to go through and everything it's not an easy business and you learn about there's there's a lot of crap being peddled out there um, so here's, here's our promise. We're not going to sell you crap. You know why? Because we take the stuff ourselves. We only want the best of the best. Yeah. And so because we really want this stuff, you can be assured that it is really good quality. You, you just can't know that with most of the stuff you see on store shelves. I, I remember coming across some uh, research that was saying that like 50% of products on store shelves weren't what they said they were. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> and why we don't do pills. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're trying to do pills. We're working on that. We're working on doing it in a way that everything is really good, which is not easy to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there's a question. Where are we headed? Yeah. That's a big question. Um, we are headed 
we're getting bigger and bigger. We, we plan to ex keep on extending the line of different herbs we have because uh, there's a lot more out there. And it's always fun. I mean, we personally enjoy like researching and experimenting with and trying these new herbs. So uh, we'll be releasing lots of single herbs as well as coming up with new formulas. We have several that are in the works currently. Um, both the single herbs and the formulas are great. Uh, we would like to have pills, uh, especially of some versions available. So we are working on that. Uh, might be a while. <laughs> it might be a while. We haven't figured out how to tone down the amount of pills you'll actually have to take to get the same dosage yeah. as a tablespoon. Yeah. Powders actually make taking herbs pretty easy, but you know, a lot of people don't like the taste of them. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> so many of our friends and people we know will be able to tell us, well, if it was in a pill, I would take well, it. Well, that, that's is, 90% of people. Which yeah. is saying something about our society oh. and how everyone just wants a fast, easy, no taste at all. I don't want anything bad to happen <laughs> to me. I only want to be happy, and that's... Well, it's a magical pill that's mentality, cool. and th that's kind of the cool thing, because these herbs really are, like I said, just about magical. Yeah, um, they're not in pill form, so it's not a magic pill. <laughs> and part of the way some of them work is, work through, the is through the taste. The, so. Yeah, the taste, actually, and the, if you study herbalism, that's something you come to understand that that in, unveils some of the meaning behind the herb. And, for instance, with bitter-tasting herbs, uh, bitter taste actually uh, contributes to a digestive effect, which is definitely more important among some bitter herbs than others. Uh, that's where you get the bitter tonics that yeah. people make. So, the, digestion. so if you just take these in a pill, then it's actually not providing the benefit because the bitter taste is what starts that process for happening. So yeah, the tastes are uh, pretty interesting stuff and uh, that could be something we talk about more in future yeah, yeah, podcasts as well. Because we can rant about that for days. <laughs> yeah, this, this podcast is for us to rant. We'll also be, our, our plan for this <laughs> podcast is in addition to doing talks like this, and just going off on subjects, we'll be bringing you different guest experts, interviews with all kinds of different people. Because the, the the reason we didn't call this the Superman Herbs Podcast, the reason why it's a vital way, is we don't only want to talk about herbs. The herbs are great, like I said, magical abilities. But uh, even if if you're thinking like, just got to take herbs and that's going to make my entire life better. Yes, that's true. And there's other things you need to do. Yes, that's true. I know that's not true. Yeah, yeah. You need to do more. The, the way I like to think about it's it. This, one way. This applies to really uh, my strength training, but really all areas of life. You have like the specific actions you take, you know, in physical training, that's your actual training. You have the health and nutrition that supports that. And then there's the, the mental piece of the puzzle, which is a huge thing and something we'll definitely be diving into in the future because that's also uh, one of my secret weapons that I've been using all these years, all the different uh, in-depth studies using NLP, energy medicine, uh, energy psychology, different tactics and tools I have that really can help do that. So when you bring these different components together, that's when I truly believe you're going to get the greatest effects because there's a synergy between them. Yeah, weird hippie shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing you weird hippie shit since today. <laughs> okay, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, we got a lot more coming. Uh, what we'd like you to do, if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover in future things or topics or anything, just email us at info at supermanherbs.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, I know this podcast is brand new. If you enjoy it, you know, be sure to listen to the next coming episodes. 
but also head on over to iTunes, wherever you found this, leave a review. That'll help the information get out into more people's hands so that we can spread the herbal wisdom as well as all the other crazy hippie shit that we do. Yay, herbal wisdom. <laughs> all right.